You're listening to Source Daily. Join us Monday through Friday to stay up to date on what's happening in North Central Ohio. We'll be sharing a closer look at one of our top stories, along with other news, local history, memorials, answers to your questions, and more. Today, Scott Valentine resigned as Madison's football coach and has applied for the vacancy at Ashland, where he piloted the Arrows from 2002 to 2018. And later, the Clear Fork Valley Scenic Trail reopens with help from nonprofit Team Rubicon. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our friends and sponsors at Stutz Fresh Market, located at 184 Main Street in Belleville. Head over and shop for great prices on meats, produce, and delicious food your family will love. Or shop online and find coupons and savings at stutzfreshmarket.com. Now our feature story. Scott Valentine resigned as Madison's football coach Tuesday and has applied for the vacancy at Ashland, where he piloted the Arrows from 2002 to 2018. Valentine spent just one season at Madison, going 1-9 and nine last fall. Valentine explained that he's already spoken with Madison Athletic Director Doug Rickert and decided that once it got out there that he applied, going back to Madison wouldn't be fair to those kids. The decision came as a surprise to Madison officials. He was hired to replace Dave Stupka in late December of 2021. Once one of the most stable programs in Richland County, Madison will have its third head coach in as many seasons on the sideline next fall. The Rams are 10-67 and 67 since Sean Conway stepped down after a successful five-year run from 2010 to 2014. Valentine said he never intended to leave Madison after one season, but the opportunity to potentially return to a program he built to prominence was too good to pass up. He understands the optics of the decision don't look good. Madison will begin its search for Valentine's successor immediately. Administrators planned to huddle Tuesday afternoon. Before we continue, we'd like to thank our friends and sponsors at RFME Insurance. RFME is committed to protecting you and your family through some of life's most precious and difficult moments. Whether you're looking for home, health, auto, or life insurance, RFME is here to help. Call 419-524-8411 to learn more. Next, some local history. Did you know that Ohio's motto from 1865 to 1867 was Imperium in Imperio, Latin for Empire within an Empire? However, the phrasing struck Ohioans as a bit too rebellious and states' rights adjacent for post-Civil War sensibilities, and it was repealed just two years later. In what historian Rush Sloan would later describe as a sort of climax of absurdity, the state failed to pass an official new motto for another 92 years. Today, Ohio's motto is more optimistic, though still somewhat problematic. Adopted in 1859, it says, With God, all things are possible, referring to the book of Matthew, chapter 19, verse 26. It has the distinction of being the only state motto taken directly from the Bible. The motto survived a federal constitutional challenge in 2001, and the state officially maintains that the words are a generic expression of optimism, rather than an endorsement of any particular religion. Next. Um, a lot of what we do is going out after disasters, hurricanes, floods, tornadoes, things like that. Our core capabilities would be cutting down damaged trees, mucking out houses. Like we, there, there are a couple specific locations where we do rebuild, but mostly what we're focused on is get the bad stuff out. The smell of pine trees and gasoline filled the air Saturday morning on the Clear Fork Valley Scenic Trail as the North Central Ohio Land Conservancy joined forces with a group of volunteers from Team Rubicon. 
Eric Miller, board president of NCOLC, reached out to Team Rubicon after a June tornado left stacks of fallen trees blocking much of the main trail. Team Rubicon has more than 160,000 members and volunteers across the country, including more than 1,500 volunteers in the Northeast Ohio region. The nonprofit is veteran-led, but anyone who believes in the mission is welcome to join. And while Team Rubicon specializes in residential disaster relief, Miller said he thought the trail could be a training opportunity that offered chainsaw practice for volunteers. Miller explained that he started trying to line up Team Rubicon in October, but Hurricane Ian came along and they were needed in Florida. So that's how they ended up working together seven months after the tornado. Miller noted that NCOLC wanted to preserve Mother Nature's artwork as much as possible and leave fallen or wind-damaged trees that visitors can walk over or duck under on hikes. Miller organized free lodging for the volunteers with Camp Newhop, and Team Rubicon volunteers worked to clear walking paths on the main trail from Friday to Monday. Finally, we'd like to take a moment to remember the life of Betty Ann Flannery. Betty was born in Colfax, West Virginia in 1938. She was an accomplished seamstress and worked for many years at JCPenney. Betty is survived by her daughters, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, a sister, and a nephew. She was preceded in death by the love of her life, Bill Cox, two grandchildren, and a great-granddaughter. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Betty's life. You can submit an obituary for free on Richland Source. To learn more, click the link in our show notes or visit richlandsource.com obituaries submit. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow. Also, make sure to head over to richlandsource.com and click the Be a Member button to help support independent local journalism that informs and inspires. Every contribution goes to helping us make Richland County a better place and to help keep our journalism free. Also, if you like this podcast and want to hear more, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. 